Welcome into the Road to the Show. I am Patrick Jones, and on today's episode, we have Nick Northcutt. Nick is a 2018 high school graduate of Mason High School and a prospect for the 2018 Major League Baseball Draft. In this episode, we are going to get a little bit behind-the-scenes look of what a typical day looks like for Nick and just how crazy his schedule has been over the past year. He's traveled all over the country playing in different tournaments, and I think overall you guys are really going to enjoy just seeing what it takes to be a top-round draft prospect. So without further ado, here's Nick Northcutt. What's up, guys? Patrick Jones here. This is The Road to the Show. Today we are joined by Nick Northcutt. Nick, thanks for stopping in today, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So you just got back from Arizona a few days ago. Um, how'd it go out there? It was pretty good. It was beautiful weather. It was a little bit different than last time. I've been out there three times this year. So mm-hmm. um, earlier in the years, it was pretty hot. It was uh, June weather, something you would expect in Arizona. And um, this time around, it was like 85 and uh, no humidity. So I loved it out there. But um, we ended up playing in the Wilson Premier Classic and uh, won the championship out there. So it was a, it was a fun time. Nice. And I see, I know you're committed to Vanderbilt and you've been committed for a few years now. I mean, back when I was playing, like as a sophomore to be committed to a, a college was uh, pretty rare, especially one like, you know, like Vanderbilt. What was the recruiting process for you like? And what was, um, how early were like college coaches like uh, contacting you? It started pretty early for me. It started um, my eighth grade year. Um, that's when everything kind of took off. And uh, back then, I was mainly a pitcher, so I was known for throwing and pitching, and uh, hitting wasn't really on their radar. So I, um, it was between Arizona State, LSU, and Vanderbilt, and uh, I went to Arizona State the winter of my freshman year and threw out there. And uh, I thought I was going to end up going there because both of my parents graduated from there. And then um, Vanderbilt threw their name in there, and LSU did, and. Uh, I went down on a visit to Vanderbilt and fell in love with it and uh, made my decision. So you didn't want, you didn't really want to stay like local at all. Like, did UC or Xavier any of those schools? Yeah, I, I mean, we we uh, I I met with uh, Xavier and UC and OU and Ohio State, but um, I was just trying to find the best fit for me in some place that I would uh, do well at, and uh, I couldn't think of a better place than Vanderbilt because Coach Corbin there is a great guy. Um, he's like a father. And uh, facilities in Nashville. I mean, you can't get can't get better than that. No, I remember we played down there in a regional um, against Vanderbilt when I was in junior, and the facilities and just the city. I mean, it they really it really is everything there. Like that college is just it's everything academically. Um, we were talking about the other day about some of the the places that you've been and like how crazy your schedule's been since what your high school season ended in May last year. Mm-hmm. Um, what what type of places like have you been going to or like how often have you been traveling? So uh, right after school ball ended, I was home for three days and then after that I got on a plane and uh, flew to North Carolina, played a tournament there, and then went from North Carolina to Arizona for the first time out there of this summer and uh, played a tournament out there and won that. Um, flew straight from Arizona to Florida and uh, went to the Perfect Game National Showcase there and had a fun time with all my friends and then uh, drove up from Fort Myers to Sarasota, played a tournament up there and then I went from Sarasota to Atlanta, played in the Worldwood Bat and we won it all this year which was pretty cool. I think it was like 396 teams. And uh, that was pretty crazy because it was rain delays all the time. So 
we were playing games at three o'clock in the morning, which is pretty unorthodox, but it was fun. It was something different, and uh, we ended up coming up on top there. And then I was home for just a little bit of time, and I went right back out to Arizona and played out there. Um, finished up out there and came back home for two or three days. Got some training in here, and then I went off to uh, East Coast Pro in Tampa, Florida. Had a fun time down there. Got to play with the best of the best. Went from East Coast Pro to Long Beach, California for area codes and played out there with all the West Coast kids, which was fun. And then uh, I was selected as a Perfect Game All-American this year, so I got to go down to San Diego and spend four days down there, and uh, it was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, that's a that's like a major league schedule right there, that travel schedule. A little bit. A little bit. Did you ever get, I mean, like a little bit burned out from all that traveling when you could have just stayed local and just played? No, I mean, I loved it. I mean, I've been traveling on my own since seventh grade, and uh, it's I love it. It doesn't get much better than traveling all over the country in the summertime. What was the competition like? I know you're on, a, like, a really high-level team. I mean, are you guys just destroying, like, other teams that aren't nearly as, as competitive as you? Or? So uh, my summer team, the Evo Shield Canes, we're uh, number one in the nation, and uh, it's it's uh, very competitive. We have it's, – it's crazy when you look around and you see potential first-round, second-round draft picks, and everybody's committed to high Division one college. So um, being on that team, it, it's a lot of fun, and uh, you play a lot of good kids because you're playing the best of the best every weekend. Every tournament you go to, you're going to have the best kids there and facing the best. So – Competition-wise, you're you're playing the best every weekend. Do you feel any? Because you said it is a lot. You're playing against the best all the time. Do you feel any pressure to like always perform? I know we were talking like this past weekend out in Arizona. You had two games where you weren't hitting that well. Obviously, you know you're a really high-ranked player. Do you feel pressure? Because you know scouts are watching. Like there's teams watching. I mean, it's it's always in your mind. But at the end of the day, it's baseball. You gotta hit the ball, throw the ball, catch the ball. Bases are 90 feet. So. Um, at the end of the day, it's a game. You just got to relax and have fun with your friends. Right. And then there's going to be a lot of like high school kids uh, listening to this who are, you know, in the recruiting process, you know, probably not going to be as highly ranked or looking at big, big schools. But what type of advice would you give them um, as they're going through the recruiting process or, you know, D1, D2? Like, does it really matter? I mean, just have fun with it. I mean, um, when I was going through all of it, it was – it was fun, and you'll, you'll have your moments where you're like, man, I, I, just, I want this over, and then other times you're going to love it because you're going to be on campus and be treated like a, queen, a king down there. So uh, you'll have a fun time doing it, but um, don't be too hard on yourself. Just um, keep doing everything that you've been doing and uh, never give up. It's interesting. You said you played for Evo Shield, right? So is that every tournament you're going to? Is that – with them throughout yeah, the whole year? Yeah, so uh, we'll have a tournament schedule, and uh, we'll usually play about five or six tournaments. And then uh, we'll end it in about the end of July, and that's when most of the guys will go and do East Coast Pro Area Codes and uh, Perfect Game All-American or Under Armour All-American. So they allow that for us because most of the players on the team will get selected. So there's six players from my team this year that were in uh, the All-American game, and almost everybody went to an East Coast Pro or Area Code game. So. And I know what Coach Held was out in the All-American game too, right? Yep. Shout yep. out Coach Held. I, I played for him at Moeller. Um, what I know we were talking a little bit before as well. You know, you had an interesting experience, an eye-opening experience is what you said at the All-American game. Uh, can you tell that story? Yeah, so um, part of the All-American game, to take all 53 of us to the Brady's Children's Hospital in San Diego, which is um, basically a cancer center for kids. 
and uh, we'll go and we'll spend the day with them and have uh, play baseball, play catch, and just have a good time and really enjoy it. And it was really eye-opening because none of us can really relate to them and what they're going through on a day-to-day -day basis. And just to be with them for a day, it really was eye-opening. Yeah, I'm sure. I've, I've had a couple of similar experiences. It's just like, it's just the gratitude and, and perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. just even if you're not, like, the greatest player of all time, like, you get to play baseball, you know, no matter what level it's at. Um, a couple more things, you know, we were talking last night about how you wanted to hit, or, or you're going to hit with the wood bat this high school season. Yes, Is sir. that right? Yes, sir. So your high school coach, he's like, he's, he's, I didn't even know that's like a rule or that's not a rule. It's not a rule that you have to use metal? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I just, I feel more comfortable with a wood bat up there than a metal bat because, I mean, metal bats, you have to break it in. If it's cold weather, it might not produce as well. And a wood bat is the same year round. So um, I just feel more comfortable using wood. Right. And then, so when you're working out up here, like, what type of things are you working on? Is it just going to be based off of what how you did this past weekend and you know if you you know we're having trouble with you know the inside pitch getting jammed a little bit are you going to work you know more inside or what type of things do you normally work on um, yeah i mean here? when i come up here uh, i usually come up here every day uh either with my dad or with jeff and um we'll get work in and i'll bust out the machine and put it on the ground and take ground balls and go through my ground ball series and then um i'll hit or i'll throw a bullpen but usually when i'm hitting i'm just trying to be consistent and uh really focusing on what I have to do to maintain, you know, performance throughout the summer. So um, I'll get in here and I'll do my drills. I have a series of drills that I'll go through. And then uh, depending on how, it, how it's going, if I'm, if I'm early and I realize I'm early, I'll set the tee back a little bit and let it travel and start to get, um, stay behind the ball a little bit more. But uh, other than that, I just come up here and um, do my drills and make sure I'm consistent. What would be, you said you come up here in the afternoon, we're up at Cincy Elite Baseball, um, uh, academy for for those who uh, are listening or watching um what would be like a typical day so you're up here in the afternoon so like what time would you wake up i know a lot of people like you know like a day in the life type of a schedule for like when you're back at home yeah so my typical day it's pretty uh pretty crazy but um in the mornings i get up at about six o'clock i'll head to the lifetime fitness i'll go up there and i'll run and bike and do a little bit of swimming um, get some cardio in and then i'll go to school straight from there um, I get out about 1.20 every day. I'll come back home, grab a bite to eat, say hi, Mom, for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I'll come up here, and I'll get my baseball training in for the day, do some hitting, ground balls, maybe throw a bullpen. And then uh, after that, I'll go up to um, my gym, Midwest Athletic Performance up there, and I'll uh, weight lift for about an hour and a half. And then um, that's pretty much my day, and I'll go home and just repeat it and do it every day. Do it. So there's not there's not a lot of time. There's not a lot of going out or anything like that. Mm -mm. So those those who are watching and listening, like make sure you understand that, you know, this dude's one of the top dudes in the country, and he's not out, you know, just hanging out with his friends all the time. Like he's put in some serious work. If you could choose through that through like the MLB draft or college, you know, do you want to get drafted this upcoming year, or would you? Because I know a lot of Vanderbilt commits. At least when I was playing, they actually. So they would get drafted, but they would prefer to go to college. Um, is, what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of things can happen in the next nine months, and it's very humbling, and I'm very blessed to be in the position I am today. But, uh, I mean, baseball, playing professional baseball has always been a dream of mine since I was nine. I told my dad we were actually at Staples when I was nine years old, and I was like, hey, Dad, I want to play professional baseball. And that's really when it started happening, and uh, we started getting after it and grinding every day. and 
really striving for that goal. So if it happens in nine months, that's awesome. And if it doesn't, and and uh, two years or three years down the road, um, I'll just be ready for that opportunity. Is there a certain round that, like, if I go in this round, like, I'm going to go, or is there, like, a certain dollar amount where if they give me this, like, I'm going to go, or is it just based off different situations? I mean, not not, not really. I mean, it's just everything has to work out. Um, I mean, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, I got you. Now, if you could go to any team, if you get drafted by any team, who would it be? Any team. I mean, New York Yankees, my – me and my sister kind of have a little competition because she ended up getting all the talent in the family, and uh, she does musical theater and everything like that. But uh, when she was nine, she was running up for Annie on Broadway, and we kind of had this competition between us to see who was going to make it to New York first. So um, she hasn't made it there yet. She's really, <laughs> really close. She's been really close, but uh, we're going to keep that competition up, and maybe it work out, maybe it won't. But you were actually up at Yankee Stadium, what was it, a couple weeks ago? You played in the showcase? Yeah, it was about a month ago, so I played in the Rivalry Classic up there. And um, we went and played a game in Fenway Park. So we went to Boston for the first day. And then the next night, that night we drove down. Um, next morning we played in Yankee Stadium, which was pretty awesome. How would you play up there? It was, it, was, <laughs> it was fun. I mean, Boston is just getting your feet wet and goosebumps the whole time, no matter what stadium you were in. And being in a big league stadium, I mean, it's – something you sit on the couch and watch major leaguers do and you dream like, man, I want to be out there one day. And then when you get the opportunity to go up there and do it, it's uh, completely different and it's it's awesome. But um, I had a fun time being in Boston. And then when I got down to Yankee Stadium, it was always a dream of mine to be there. Grew up a Yankees fan, wanted to be Mickey Mantle, everything like that. So I uh, got in Yankee Stadium and I just had a, had a good day. I saw the ball well and I'm hitting three home runs and making two or three diving plays at third. So That'll open some eyes right there. Oh, for sure. Um, one last question, then we'll let you get to, uh, get to training here. Who's the toughest pitcher that you faced uh, up to this point in your career? Toughest pitcher I faced, probably my good friend Ethan Hankins. Um, he's Vanderbilt commit with me. We faced him out at, uh, at the All-American game. He's my first first pitcher I faced. So it was a fun competition, and uh, he's a fastball dominant pitcher, and he's he's pretty electric with everything he throws. So started me off with a curveball, and he got the better of me. But baseball is, is what it is right so if you end up going there i guess you guys have plenty of rivalries as well oh for sure um well we appreciate you stopping by today nick northcutt make sure you guys follow him uh, this upcoming season and uh the for the mlb draft so thanks again man thanks for having me all right